Hello, and thanks for checking in at Calmo this week. You know, I'm super excited about our series that is looking how Jesus cares for us and how he helps us in our times of struggles. And we're celebrating Palm Sunday this weekend, but you know, as big a celebration as that is, there's still dark clouds on the horizon. And what we learn from this is Jesus knows what it's like to have those dark clouds on our horizon and he reaches out to help us. So let's dig in and see how Jesus helps us. Are there dark clouds on your horizon? In my life, I've noticed that when everything seems to be going super good, you know, we're on that ultimate high and something always happens that seems to ruin things or rain on our parade or a downturn or something, you know, and you know, sometimes we, we see those clouds in, on the horizon and we're prepared and other times we're just clueless and bang, here comes the rain or here comes whatever it is that, that's the downer, right? Um, now, I'm an optimist by nature, but I also try to be realistic. So when things are going really, really good, I know that it's time, eh, brace yourself because you know there's gonna be the, the downturn. There, it, there's probably some rain on the horizon there someplace. Well, I tend to think of Palm Sunday as an outstanding example of highs and lows because in the, in the story about Palm Sunday, we have Jesus entering Jerusalem on a donkey and it's in the same manner as a king, a, a, a big king entering a, a neighboring city, right? Well, in this story, people are cheering on Jesus. They're, 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 they're waving palm branches. They're, they're laying their clothes on the ground ahead of him, on the road ahead of him. And everybody is just so excited that the Messiah, the King of the Jews, is entering their capital city. And so at this moment, Jesus has to be feeling the strength of that adulation for him, right? Jesus is experiencing this rush of positive emotions kind of like being on a super high. So here's this story that comes to us from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21. And when the disciples and Jesus had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent his disciples saying to him, go into that village ahead of you and immediately you'll find a donkey. And the story goes on and the disciples went and did as Jesus directed to them. And they brought this donkey in a colt and put their cloaks on them and he sat on them. And a very large, large crowd spread their cloaks on the road and other ones cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went ahead of him and the ones that followed him were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And then when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in a turmoil. Now Jerusalem was a big city, and the whole city was in a turmoil saying, who is this? And the crowds were saying, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. But in spite or in the midst of all this huge celebration and joy, Jesus knew that there were dark clouds on the horizon. So let's think about these opening questions today. Can you think of a time when you were experiencing this super high, if you will, and then looking back, were there dark clouds on your horizon? Now, we believe that Jesus is fully God and fully human in some mysterious way that we don't understand. And I'd like to share some thoughts on how the human side of Jesus faced his 
faced his dark clouds and how he helps us to face ours. Now, when I'm in this super high moment, you know, I try not to think about the dark clouds that might be on my horizon. But we do know that Jesus very much had his dark clouds on his mind. Hear these words from the Gospel of Mark chapter 8. And then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering, undergo great suffering, and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and then be killed, and after three days rise again. And he said all this quite openly, and then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Jesus knew that he was facing the worst time of his life, the first, the worst few days of his life. He was going to experience rejection by these people that he came to help, persecution by the religious authorities, torture and an excruciatingly painful death by crucifixion on the cross by the Romans. But in this moment, he was enjoying the crowds, but he knew that there were dark clouds on the horizon. And when the time came close to those dark clouds, Jesus did what he frequently did. He prayed, and he prayed harder than he'd ever prayed before. Hear these words from Luke chapter 22. He came out and was his usual custom, went to the Mount Olives, and the disciples followed him. And when he reached the place, he said to them, pray that you might not come into the time of trial. And then he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, Father, Father, if you are willing, please remove this cup from me. But yet, not your, my will, but your will be done. Jesus was facing the worst time of his life, and the human side of him wanted out. So Jesus prayed. But yet, in all of this, Jesus was obedient to his Father, so he prayed. He prayed for support. He prayed for love. And now the story continues. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and gave him strength. And in his anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down on the ground. And then when he got up from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping because of grief. Well, you know, this is interesting. There is a medical condition that causes a person to sweat blood. It's very rare. Um, but one cause is when a person is under intense stress and then suddenly that stress is abruptly re relieved and, and the blood kind of just pops out. All we know for sure is that Jesus was praying like never before and that God, his Father, sent an angel to comfort and give him strength. Now, maybe that helps us understand why the Gospel writer Luke wanted us to know that Jesus was praying so intently that his tears became like blood. Not just that he was praying with that level of intensity, but because of the profound relief that Jesus felt when he was comforted by the angel that was sent from the Father. And that brings us up to our next discussion questions. What does it mean to you when Jesus prayed so intently and so intensely that he literally cried tears like blood? And then how can we apply that to help us in our struggles?
So we learn several things from this story of Palm Sunday. The human side of Jesus celebrated good times and struggled with dark times. He prayed with an intensity and God answered his prayers. So this means that Jesus understands our good times and our dark times. And then when dark clouds are on our horizon, when we need strength and comfort, we can turn to Jesus because he knows our struggles because he has experienced them. And we hear in John 3, 16, 17, these words, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but have eternal life. Indeed, God didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Jesus came to be on earth because of God's incredible love for us. And Jesus came willingly because he wants to help us. So Jesus not only came as our Lord and Savior, but he came as our, to call us friends. Not that we're his equal, but because he chose to bend down and reach out his hand to help pick us up. We hear these words from John chapter 15. I have said these things to you so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And so we hear that love is the basis of our relationship with Jesus. And then he goes on to say, no one has greater love than this than to lay one's life down for one's friends. And you are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because a servant doesn't know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I've made known to you everything that I've heard from my father. And then it kind of ends with this, the best part, if you will. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Jesus is our Lord and Savior, and he is our best friend. He has promised to reach down and pick us up when we're struggling. He has promised the 24-7 presence of the Holy Companion, the Holy Spirit of God, the Advocate, to give us strength and comfort and guidance. And that brings us up to our closing discussion questions. Are there dark clouds on your horizon? And then, how can the Palm Sunday story help you? One of the blessings that we have is the incredible love of our God, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and then the Holy Companion. Another blessing is Jesus coming to be with us, not only of an example of how to live our lives, but as our best friend, always there to pick us up free of charge. And now, here's this week's prayer challenge. And spend that five minutes each day, and you gotta push away the, the, the noise of the world and just think about the dark clouds on your horizon. And then reflect on the Palm Sunday story and how Jesus also faced dark clouds and then pray intensely with Jesus to give you the strength and guidance to handle your struggles. And whatever you do, talk with God often. God sent Jesus to be our Lord and Savior, to show us how much he loves us, to show us how to reach out and connect with Jesus so that we can feel that love and support that Jesus offers to us. 
we have the love of Jesus and the constant presence of the Holy Companion, the Holy Spirit of God to help and guide us always. I hope that you found this message to be helpful. If you'd like more information, please reach out. You can put a comment in the chat box for this post. You can call or text me at 517-588-8415, or you can always connect with us using the online Calmo connection card at calmochurch.org forward slash connect dash with dash Calmo. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your struggles are. Let us be a blessing to you and help you in your time of struggle. And now, would you please pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your incredible love for us. And Lord, we can't thank you enough that you struggled through your dark times to help us struggle through ours. And Lord, we also thank you for the awesome gift of the Holy Companion to be with us always. And Lord, we do ask that you reveal the awesome power and presence of the Holy Companion so that we feel your love in our heart and we see the light of your glory. We pray these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. I'm your neighbor, Jerry, pastor at Calmo Church. Have a great day. Have a great week. And bye for now.